Okay, right on time. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. My name is Rob, Robin Wheeler, and I have been at Twitter for over a decade um, on the sales team in various roles, and I am excited to be here and joined by Yoel Roth, who is the head of trust and safety, who's also been at Twitter for a very long time, and Elon Musk, our um, CEO, new CEO, chief twit, chief complaint officer. <laughs> and what else are you calling yourself today? <laughs> um, well, I'm I'm at I'm on the complaint hotline. So there you go. That's yeah. Right. Um, listening to concerns and uh, trying to address them. So and we appreciate um, that. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's exactly what today is. I just I wanted to kick off just by saying to all of our advertising partners. Um, our content partners that are joining today, um, I want to reiterate that our commitment to all of you has not changed. Our teams are out there, um, still in place, and are committed and dedicated to providing the service that you've learned to love from this platform. So that is true. And our um, policies around content moderation and brand safety have not changed. Um, that being said, there is a lot of change at Twitter, and a lot of it is very exciting. And that's why we want um, to have Elon here talking to all of you. He's spent, you know, the last several days talking to partners and answering their questions, and it's it's just really critical for him to hear directly from you. Now, I'm also I'm I am today representing the advertising and partner community, so we have tons of questions that we've been gathering. Um, our teams are gathering. And I will be representing that. That said, we've got some speakers that are joining as well that I'll call upon um, directly from the community. Our teams are getting questions in real time as well that we will be asking. So um, we want this to be a very open and honest dialogue. Um, and we're excited. So with that, I will. I want to kick off, Elon, with a question. Just, you know, it's been, what, 14 days almost. Um, what has been your biggest learning in that time? Well, I think the the, my, the biggest um, thing that I've come to learn is that there's tremendous potential uh, that's untapped uh, for Twitter, um, and that um, there are a lot of really talented people at Twitter that uh, I think can take the company in a, a lot of interesting new directions. Uh, we um, we really want to uh, be, as I've mentioned before publicly, the, the sort of the digital town square uh, where. Uh, that is as inclusive as possible, meaning like the as many of people you know, like like can we get eighty percent of of humanity on on the on Twitter um, and talking and and maybe uh, in, in, in ideally in a sort of positive way um, can we exchange instead of having violence have words and 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 maybe once in a while people change their minds um, you know the, the overarching goal here is like how can we make Twitter a force for good um, for civilization um, and um, you know we'll just we'll just keep um, 
changing and adapting until that that is what that is the outcome achieved. Um, you know, people should look back on Twitter or consider Twitter uh, to be a good thing in the world. Um, like I said, something that for the civilization um, that you're glad that it exists. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, as I said in some of my tweets, I think we, we want to be, just be in, in vigorous pursuit of, uh, of the truth, like to be somewhat in the business of truth. Um, now, truth can be sometimes a nebulous concept, but we can certainly aspire uh, to, towards it. And, and I think even if we can't get there completely, at least trying our hardest to get there is um, worth, it is a worthwhile endeavor. Um, so, you know, this, this is a, a big part of why it, I think it's important to try to get as many people as possible verified. Um, so, and then I want to kind of explain a bit about the sort of blue checkmark verification thing and, and why I think it is so important, in fact, necessary. Um, so, that, because I, I'm struggling with the question of how do you deal with um, millions of bots and, and sort of troll farms, um, in, including malicious actions by state actors. Um, there's, there's hundreds of millions of of fake accounts that are created every year at Twitter. Most of them are blocked, but not all of them. Um, the, the, the issue is that creating a fake account um, is, is just extremely cheap. It's, it maybe is a, t a tenth of a penny or just some very small amount of money. Um, by sort of charging $8 a month, um, it raises the cost of a, a bot or troll by somewhere between a thousand and ten thousand. Um, but but <clears throat> there's a there's there's a and, and there's a detail here which I think is appreciated by by very few people. But that's also but that's also very important. Which is it's not just the money because you could say, well, wouldn't a state actor have eight million dollars a day to create a million fake accounts? Well, yes, they've got the budget. But here's the problem: they don't they don't have a million credit cards, and they don't have a million phones. That's the that's the actual kicker. There's no way to overcome that. Um, and 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 the, we will be vigorously pursuing any impersonation, uh, any any deception. Another way to think of it is like: is there a the, the the high level principle is is someone engaged in deception? If someone is engaged in deception, um, and then then we will we will suspend that account at least temporarily. Um, you, you know, sort of in, in thinking of this like a like sort of an information problem. Uh, truth is signal, and falsehood is noise, and we, we want to improve the signal to noise ratio uh, as much as possible. So. Um, now th there'll be some bumps along the road here, but I think in the long run this will work out extremely well. Hey Elon, can I ask you about some bumps, like yep. specifically, you know, representing our our advertisers and our partners? Like we talked about this idea of an official label for accounts. 
Yes. Um, and then I think there was a tweet today that said you killed it. Is there, what's the update on that? Um, cause I think this is definitely a concern from our partners, uh, that, you know, there needs to be a way for them to identify their identity, um, aside from just anyone that can pay the eight bucks. And, um, and, and this is, you know, critical as they think about the future of their representation on the platform. Sure. Um, so the, the problem with the, uh, the official is that apart from it being an aesthetic nightmare when looking at a Twitter feed, um, is that uh, it, it, was, it was simply uh, another way of creating a, a, a two-class system. Um, and, 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 and therefore sidestepping the, it, it wasn't addressing the, the core problem of there, there are too many entities with that, that, that would be considered official or have sort of legacy blue check marks. Um, but I go back to what I said earlier, which is that we're going to be extremely vigorous um, about uh, uh, eliminating deception. So if someone tries to impersonate a brand, that account will be suspended and we'll keep the right dollars. And they can keep doing that and we'll just keep, keep the right dollars again. We'll keep their dollars again. Great. Uh, do it all day long. They will stop. Um, so, uh, if, if, if the, the key point here is, is someone engaged in trickery? Um, if, if, if an account is engaged in trickery, we will suspend it and they will try, of course they will try. Um, but it starts to get expensive and they start to need a lot of credit cards and a lot of phones and eventually they will stop trying. Uh, you all is, uh, I mean, uh, I, you all, uh, would you like to sort of add to, you know, what we're doing here? Sure. I think the the key bit is what Elon just said. We know that bad actors of all sorts of types are going to keep targeting Twitter, whether it's to try to run cryptocurrency scams or to try to um, spread misleading content about an election. These are the threats Twitter has had to deal with for years. But what our goal is, is to try to change the cost-benefit calculus for some of those bad actors. And there isn't one universal solution that's going to instantly solve the problem. That's not what the changes to verification will do. But they start to add more and more cost to adversaries. They start to give us more and more information. And eventually, they start to turn the tide of what the security landscape on Twitter looks like. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say it. So <clears throat> I, I would I say, like, just sort of stay tuned for, uh, and, and we're, we're going to react dynamically to uh, attacks on the system. There will obviously be massive attacks. Um, there will be attempts at an impersonation and deception um, of various kinds, uh, or just frankly noise, uh, where it's, 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 it may not, <laughs> it's simply annoying. Um, we, we want Twitter to be um, not just truthful, but also interesting uh, and entertaining. Um, and we will we will stop anything that is not truthful, interesting, or entertaining, or or at least relegate it to uh, where you don't really see it much. Um, and o over time, and, and maybe not that long time, the, the the when you look at mentions and replies and whatnot, uh, the default will be to look at verified. You can still look at unverified, just as in your Gmail or whatever. You can still look at uh, the sort of probable spam folder. Or, uh, but that, that is, uh, you'll have your inbox of highly likely to be relevant. Um, and then you'll, you can still look at all the others, but it will default to the highly, highly relevant uh, category, which will be verified. 
Okay. You, this is good because you're starting to go down this, this path. And this is certainly the biggest topic that's top of mind for our partners. And it's this idea of content moderation. And I think everybody believes, all of our partners believe that Twitter should be a force for good. It should be a town square. Um, all voices should be welcome. The concern is, what does that mean for, um, you know, p- content moderation for providing a safe environment? So I guess I'm going to, I'm going to pair these together, like brand safety. It's critical to this industry and it's been a core, core tenant and priority for Twitter, um, as with our, as displayed by our partnerships with Garn and several other bodies. How are you thinking about content moderation and brand safety? Well, um, thus far, our moderation policies have not changed, uh, nor has the enforcement of those uh, policies changed. Um, it stands to reason that <clears throat> um, if somebody's advertising that they do not want, um, you know, super negative information right next to their their ad or a content that may be inappropriate, say, for um, if it's a sort of uh, family brand having, you know, not safe for work content right next to it makes no sense. Um, so we are going to work hard to make sure that, um, there's, there's not like, uh, you know, un- bad, bad stuff right next to, uh, an, an ad, um, which really serves, doesn't, doesn't serve anyone, anyone any good. Um, we're also working hard to improve the relevance of the ads. Uh, so an ad in the limit, uh, is information if it is highly relevant. Um, but if it is irrelevant, it is noise. And that, and, and the, if, it is, if the ad is noise, it does not serve the advertiser uh, or the user. Um, so, um, you know, we, yeah. So I, I think um, brands should, should rest assured that uh, Twitter is a good place to advertise. Um, and if we see things that are creating a problem in that regard, we will take action to address it. Okay, um, that's that's great. What what about hate speech specifically? When you talk about bad things next to ads, like yeah, I don't think having hate speech next to an, uh, an ad is great. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> yeah, and I think this is what the concern is exactly of, of a lot of our partners. Um, yes, the, the thing that the, the, the you know to, not to hop too much on this sort of. Uh, um, eight dollars verified thing, but the, the the propensity of someone to engage in hate speech if they have paid eight dollars and are risking the suspension of their of their account is going to be far far less. I mean, if, if like think of it more like if you like how much hate speech do you encounter if you go to a party um, or just you know at you're at an event um, with depends, people. Depends who's hosting the party. Just well, kidding. Yeah, but I mean, in most parties, let's say, um, if you if you meet people in person, how much hate speech do you actually encounter? It's for, it's quite rare, um, and so it's 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 sort of the. Uh, but but if if someone can get, can create um, you know a, a thousand, ten thousand, or a hundred thousand troll accounts um, that are anonymous uh, that can and where there's no cost to engaging in uh, harassment or hateful behavior. Um, then you'll you'll get a very it's a very small number of people that seem very loud. It's, it like it, it, like in general like 
I have a lot of faith in humanity. Like the vast majority of people I think are good, not bad. They're good. But there's a small number of people who are not good. <laughs> um, and and, and if, if those small number of people who are, who, who are want to engage in terrible behavior um, are allowed to amplify their voice tremendously with fake accounts, then they will do so. Um, so this is why I'm a, a, I, I think that the, the only way for any social media company uh, to solve this is with um, a, a mild paywall, a sort of not a paywall, but a paywall for prominence. Um, and then people will just default to looking at comments and mentions that from those that are sort of the, that, that, that are verified. Um, and you really won't see much uh, of, of the, the rest. So I think it's the only solution. I can't cannot think of any other path to uh, having a good system. Okay, I'm out, thank you. I'm also going to ask Yoel. Um, Yoel, you've sent a bunch of great tweets out recently. Can you just speak to um, where we stand with with policies, but also, you know, the facts around um, what we're seeing on the platform today in terms of toxicity? Absolutely. So first, to, to again echo Elon, our policies have not changed, and our enforcement continues to be focused on being as proactive as we can be to mitigate harm to the people who are using Twitter. There have definitely been a couple of areas where we have seen people uh, test the limits of what the new Twitter is, even though we haven't really changed anything at all. One of the most notable being um, a spike in hateful conduct on our platform. And I'm going to be sharing another update on this uh, in just a little while. But we've been focused on protecting the folks who are using our platform, on shutting down hateful conduct wherever it emerges on our platform. And what we've seen is not only that we've put a stop to the spike in hateful conduct, but that the level of hateful activity on the service is now about 95% lower than it was before the acquisition. The changes that we've made and the proactive enforcements that we've carried out are making Twitter safer relative to where it was before. And so my, my ask of everyone would be, uh, judge us by our results. And the results, the proof that we're going to be sharing, the data that I'm going to continue to provide, shows us that we're going to keep investing in making Twitter safer for everyone every day and in delivering on that vision of creating a welcoming platform that Elon talked about. Thanks. Um, so I'm going to, I want to bring up, um, David Cohen, who is the CEO of the IAB, uh, the Interactive Ad Bureau, which is, as we all know, one of the governing bodies of our ad industry. And he's a very trusted name and partner, uh, given this is such an important topic. David, what, uh, what can we answer for you? Uh, appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I would just want to start by saying that we are uh, rooting for you uh, and for Twitter. Um, so at the risk of that not being obvious, this is not a softball question. Um, and it's something that we're hearing from many of our members. So I, I thought it'd be a good, uh, a good time to ask. Uh, we all have a brand. Uh, there is the Elon brand and how it shows up on Twitter. And there is Twitter as a platform and business that the world and the marketing community have come to know and love, warts and all. Those two things can sometimes blur. So the question is, how should we think about the coexistence of those two distinct but obviously related perspectives? 
Right. Well, I think if I say that if I say that Twitter is is doing something, then I mean Twitter, and if I say I, then I mean me. Um, and if there's any um, you know confusion about the two, then I would just ask me on Twitter, basically. Um, but the, obviously, Twitter cannot simply be some extension of me, uh, because then anyone who doesn't agree with me will be put off. Um, so Twitter must be, uh, as a platform, uh, as neutral as possible. That doesn't mean I'm as I'm completely neutral. That that would be untruthful. I am not neutral. No person is. Right. But 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 it is important for to have broad acceptance of the platform that the platform be neutral, um, and 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 as 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 sort of as inclusive as possible to the widest um, demographic possible. Um, that is the only path to success. Got it. Could I do a quick follow-up? Is that possible? Sure. Yeah. Okay. This is a, a totally different question. Um, in my experience and for what we hear from our members, uh, 700 uh, plus strong, uh, brands are interested in basically five things. Uh, scale, relevance, brand safety and suitability, Ability to measure, understand what I, I put stimulus in the market. What does it do for my bottom line? Yep. And then, and and then an impactful, creative canvas. Of those five things, uh, where do you think tw- Twitter is today, uh, and where are you going to spend the majority of your time in the immediate term? Well, <clears throat> I think we're, we're we're probably not doing great on any of them. Um, doing okay on on some. Um, we're terrible at, re- at relevance, I think. Um, and one of the ways we're going to address that is by integrating um, ads into recommended tweets. So uh, the relevance of recommended tweets is much better than the relevance of the ads because they're two different uh, engines. Uh, we need to have them be uh, the, the same software stack. So uh, I've reorganized Twitter software from having three different uh, software groups to having one, um, and that's occurred just in the in the past week. So uh, we really need to improve the relevance of the ads. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, if in the limit, if an avatar, if an if an ad is um, highly relevant and 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 timely, then it's it's actually it's it's really information, um, like it's something you might actually want to buy when you want to buy it. That's great, um, but if it's something you'd never want to buy. Then it's then it's annoying and it's spam, and and that doesn't serve the advertiser or the user. Mm-hmm. So, so that's incredibly important to to improve that. Um, so uh, that that's a major priority, um, and I, I think you'll see that in, that get way better uh, you know, in, the, in the coming months. Appreciate it. I'll pass it back to you, Robin. I mean, at the, end of the day, at the end of the day, like at a high level, tw- Twitter needs to be uh, useful to um, advertisers in both the, the short term in, in driving demand and in the in, in the long term, hence the brand safety. It, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's short term and long term demand is, is is kind of what it comes down to. Um, so drive drive sales in the short term and protect the the demand in the long term. Got it. Thank you. Well, thanks, David, and feel free to jump in if you have more questions. I would just say, like, Elon, I like hearing you say short and long term. I think we've heard a lot about subscriptions. Um, We know that's important to your strategy, but, like, can you you say anything more about long term and the role advertising plays within Twitter, both in the subscriptions piece as well as 
um, the non-subscriptions piece? Well, it's just that there's, um, I, I just mean that, that when, when I hear brand safety, what I think I'm hearing is that we need to make sure that the, the brand overall is protected reputationally in the long term. Um, so that, 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 you know, there may be something that, that drives short-term sales, but it's next to hateful content, um, and that may drive short-term sales, but is ultimately detrimental in the long term. So uh, that, that's, you know, if, if, if I would put myself in the CEO or CMO position of, of any advertiser, I'd say, well, I want to make sure we, we do drive sales in the short term, but we're also not doing anything that damages our reputation in the long term. So we, we obviously need to address both short and long term um, factors. Great. Um, okay. One thing that we glossed that we didn't dive in enough on when we talked about content moderation was this idea of your content moderation council. Um, I know you tweeted about that last week, I think. Can you say anything else about that? Like, where are we at with it? What is it going to look like? How will it work? Yeah, that's top of mind for everyone. Sure. Um, well, I think that's, yeah, we want to have a, a, an advisory council that represents a diverse set of viewpoints um, that, that is representative of, of uh, like I said, a, a wide range of viewpoints in the U.S. and internationally. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, now, the, in the short term, like, you know, I've only, um, only, only got the keys to the building um, you know, a week ago Friday. So, uh, you know, yeah. I'm, moving, I'm moving pretty fast here, but uh, it has to take a moment to <laughs> to completely rewrite the software stack, you know. Um, so, um, but I can say that, that the rate of evolution of Twitter will be uh, a, an immense step change compared to what it has been in the past. Um, if, you know, if, if, if nothing else, I am a technologist and I can make technology go fast. And that's what, what, what you'll see happen at Twitter. Yep, um, that's true. And actually, you tweeted earlier today something about there's going to be dumb things coming in months. Mm -hmm. um, I assume that is, I mean, you know. I, yeah. yeah. Well, because I mean, you're we, moving we, we, so fast, we, we, right? Like, yeah. I mean, what do you, what do you, yeah, go ahead. I mean, we, <laughs> I mean, obviously, the intent is not to do dumb things. <laughs> right, right. Like, we're, we're, we're not aspirationally dumb. Um, we're aspirationally, you know, not dumb. Um, but despite being aspirationally not dumb, we will still do dumb things. Um, and, and, and there's some element here of nothing ventured, nothing gained. Um, if we do not try bold moves, how will we make great improvements? Um, so uh, we, we have to try, um, we have to be adventuresome here. And then, um, and then I think we can make some really big leaps, um, and and have radical improvements. And then, but 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 these come with some some risk. And so, if, but but the, the key is to be extremely agile. And so, if if we do make a dumb move, or when we make a dumb move, because we're not going to always knock we're not not going to always knock the ball out of the park. Um, but when we make a dumb move, we we correct it quickly. That that's what really matters. Yeah, well, and we've, for the record, like we're seeing, you know, record-breaking user growth on the platform since you took the keys. Um, yeah. So that's that's excellent. And, you know, there's been a lot of conversation around Vine. And can you just talk about some of the stuff you're really excited about um, from a product perspective? Aside from, you know, we've already talked about subscriptions, but like what else? 
you know, I, you've said sure. to me in the, or to the team, like to the organization before about video and um, all those kinds of things. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, video is definitely an era where, where Twitter has been historically weak, um, and it is an era that we're going to invest in tremendously. Um, and this is, you know, I, I did ask people what, what their interest was in buying. Not that we would want to resurrect Vine in its original state, but just would, would they want a Vine-like thing, uh, but 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 uh, reimagined for the future? Um, and people were excited about that. Um, one of the things when if somebody does become uh, sort of a, a paid blue verified is that they will, they will be able to initially use or da- download 10 minutes of high-def video, um, which we'll be expanding to uh, 42 minutes soon and then uh, several hours as we sort of fix a bunch of stuff on the back-end servers. Um, like there, there are a bunch of uh, fundamental te- uh, technology architecture changes that are needed at Twitter in order to support a significant video. Um, so we've got to make those uh, core software upgrades um, and server upgrades in order to uh, support um, a large amount of video, but we are absolutely going to do that. Um, so um, it's kind of a no-brainer. Um, we, we also need to enable uh, monetization of, of content for creators. Um, and if we uh, provide creators with the ability to post what they create on our platform and to monetize it uh, at a rate that is at least competitive with the alternatives, then of course creators will natively post their content on Twitter. Why not? So those are no, those are kind of no, no-brainer moves. Um, then um, also keyed off of verification, uh, paid verified is now we know that, that this is someone who is has been authenticated by the payment system, uh, by the sort of conventional payment system. Now we can say like, okay, you've got a balance on your account. Uh, do you want to send money to so or money to someone else within Twitter? Um, and maybe we pre-populate the, their account with and say, okay, we're going to give you, you know, 10 bucks um, and you can send it anywhere within Twitter. Um, then if, if you want to ex- get it out of the system, then, um, okay, well, now you need to send it to a bank account. So now attach an authenticated bank account to your, your, your Twitter account. Um, then the next step would be uh, let's offer an extremely compelling money market uh, account so you get extremely high yield. Uh, on your balance, uh, then why not move cash into Twitter? Great, that sounds like a good idea. Um, and then add debit cards, checks, and whatnot. And I think it will be ex- just ba- basically make the system as useful as possible. Um, and the, the more useful and entertaining it is, the more people will use it. That's right. Amen to that. Hey, hey, Robin, I've got a follow-up, if, if that's okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm getting a tsunami <clears throat> of tweets and texts, as you would imagine. So lots of questions out in the world. Um, one of them, I guess the, the headline is, there's a challenge with some of your tweets, Elon, and that they leave a lot to interpretation. You had something around um, truth versus high-quality journalism and news. Can you talk a little bit about kind of how you see those two things as different or the same? Well, I do think that we should be empowering uh, citizen journalism um, in that, uh, the, 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 you know, if you say, like, how is the narrative defined? How is the Western narrative defined? And I think at this, you know, right now, it, I think it's overly defined by 
a small number of major publications. Um, and th that, I think, is not as good as, as enabling the, the people to define the narrative as well. In, in, in other words, ele elevating citizen journalism. Um, I mean, I think we've all seen articles in major newspapers where we know a lot about what actually happened and, and, and what we know that what actually happened is not what is represented in that article. Now, then why would you think it's different for anything else? Got it. So this is not an either or. This is in your mind. This is in addition to high quality journalism has a role in the world and on Twitter, clearly. Absolutely. And, okay. Got it. No, no question. I'm not saying that we, we should somehow downplay major publications or prominent journalists. I'm simply saying we should elevate the people and, and, give, and give voice to the, to the people. Vox Populi, Vox Day. Understood. Thanks. What about, what about fact-checking and, you know, fighting misinformation? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm super excited by the community notes feature, uh, formerly known as Birdwatch. Um, Birdwatch sounded like, a bit too much like, we're, we're, we're watching you. Uh, I'm like, no, let's just be chill, community notes. Um, and, um, and actually, that was the original name of the product. Um, it, it's, it's, it's awesome. Um, and and, and you know, we're, we're, we're going to really go pedal to the metal on, on community notes. Um, and the way it works, I think, is, is actually very exciting. In fact, uh, Keith's not on, but, or maybe he is, but <laughs> um, I highly recommend uh, uh, looking at the community notes feature. It's, it's epic. Um, so uh, this is really going to help in, um, in, in improving the accuracy of what's said on the system. Um, it, it, uh, it's analogous to the way sort of page rank works in Google, um, where the, 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 the prominence of a web page is proportionate to uh, how much weight other prominent web pages give that web page. Um, it's, 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 um, but it's, it's easier to, if you just search Birdwatch uh, or Community Notes on Twitter, you, you'll see how it works. Um, and um, I think it's, 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 it's a game changer, in my view. Okay, great. I'm just getting a ton of questions as well, Elon. Um, this one is specifically about the, the auto industry, um, which you know, you happen to be a member of as well. I know a little uh, bit about cars. Yes, I think you do. Uh, what can you, what can you share with this community that's, you know, concerned about data protection or um, how, you know, your alternative interests related to Tesla would, would kind of bleed over into this current role? Well, I think it's, you know, I, I certainly would encourage uh, other car makers to continue advertising um, on Twitter, and I would also encourage um, the, the their Twitter handles to um, be more active, and for um, the, their CEOs and CMOs to be more active on the system. And and um, and in general, I would say for brands, I think brands should tweet more, um, executives should should tweet more. Um, I think that sometimes I would encourage people just to be more adventurous. Um, 
like that's certainly what I've done on on Twitter with with Tesla and myself and SpaceX, and it's worked out quite well. Um, so, um, but but I, I'm definitely not going to do anything which is uh, somehow advantageous to to Tesla because that's going to totally turn off any automotive advertiser. Um, so it it, it has to be a level playing field. Um, or, or we won't get automotive advertisers. Um, so, yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say, but but it's except that if if if, if there's you know, we're, we're just going to try to be as as fair as possible. Awesome. Oh, go ahead, David. Were you going to say something? Yeah, I got another one. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to ask all these questions. So that will be the last time I'm invited onto a uh, spaces. But here goes nothing. The check mark uh, used to stand for something. Uh, now, anyone that pays eight dollars a month can get the check mark. What's the what's the process by which um, accounts are verified in in this new world? Well, um, it it is a um, a it, it, I mean. So, so, Someone has to have a phone and a credit card and eight dollars a month. Um, so it, it, that that's the bar. However, um, we will actively suspend accounts engaged in deception or trickery of, of any kind. So it, it is a leveling of the playing field here. Um, the it, it it will be less special, obviously, to have a a, a check mark. Um, but I think this is a good thing. Um, so, but if somebody, but like I said, if, if there's impersonation, trickery, deception, we, we will actively be suspending accounts. Um, so I, I think it's going to be a good world. Um, I mean, you know, don't, don't, don't we believe in, you know, one person, one boat? I, I think we do, you know? Um, so I, I, I actually just don't I don't like the lords and peasants situation where some people have blue check marks and and some don't and this is you know at least in the United States we fought a war to get, get rid of that stuff um, so anyway th this is just philosophically how I feel and maybe this is a dumb decision but we'll see got it David, were you going to follow up and ask if brands have to pay? Because that's well, that's no, I mean, yeah. that was that was one. Or I mean, obviously, this is a double-edged sword. It's not. It's not clearly black or white. There's clearly another another side to the equation. And and Elon, as you said, you, you're going to try it, and if it doesn't work, then you'll quickly pivot. I think that's a. I think that's a smart approach. Yeah. But yeah, do, do brands have to pay? Do marketers have to pay? Well, I mean, we are trying to be, you know you know, equal treatment situation. So, so yes. Um, yes. <laughs> okay. yeah. I mean, if, if, if somebody's really hell bent on not paying, I'll, I'll, I'll pay it for them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. Good. We heard that here. We heard Got that. Here. All right. We'll send you the bell. Um, wait, yeah. spe speaking of being equal, um, the other question that we keep getting is do the same rules apply to you, Elon, that apply to everyone else on the platform? Yeah, Absolutely. But, but but I think we also are going to be try to be more forgiving, um, you know, provided someone is not actively engaged in, in fraud. You know, if, if somebody missteps, then I think we should um, we should get, maybe give them a temporary suspension, but, but then allow them back on the platform. Um, 
But if, if, if they keep doing it deliberately, then, of course, they should be permanently suspended. Um, but but we, we have, I, I, mean, I think we just need to, forgiveness is, is just a very important principle. Um, and as long as, like I said, as long as an account is not, um, you know, is, is, you know, takes corrective action and does not do bad things repeatedly, then, then they shouldn't be suspended permanently. But if they do bad things repeatedly and deliberately, then they should be suspended permanently. Joel, do you want to jump in on that? Speak to like how we how we do it right now. Totally. I mean, let's let's kind of take a step back in the history of trust and safety stuff on platforms. For many years, the only thing that Twitter could do was delete tweets and ban accounts. That was our only tool for content moderation. And so we did quite a bit of that. We deleted a bunch of tweets and we banned a bunch of accounts. But one of the directions that we're trying to build towards is having more tools in our toolbox to be able to reduce the harmful impacts of content without always having to go to that step of a ban. Um, and so in the coming days and weeks, you're gonna see us start to introduce some of these new concepts and frameworks for content moderation. My focus and my team's focus is how can we enable as much speech as we can while preventing the potential harmful impacts of that speech? And as Elon said, sometimes the only way to mitigate harm is to ban somebody. But we think there's a lot of other stuff that we can do from warning messages to interstitials to reducing the reach of content that we haven't fully explored in the past. Um, and you're going to see us move quickly to build some of these new tools and to integrate that with our policy approach. Uh, exactly. That's very well said, you all. Um, so, um, and, and you know, and, and I, I, I pretty much think like we, we want a diversity of viewpoints within Twitter. Uh, you know, sort of, you know, a, a, sort of a Lincoln-esque cabinet, if you will. Um, so, um, you know, representing a diversity of viewpoints. Uh, so, but, but and, and at the end of the day, like the success will be, do if 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 people like Twitter, they will use it and they will use it more frequently, and we'll get more people joining. And if um, advertisers and brands, if, if, if companies like Twitter, they will, they will use it and they will uh, buy advertising. And if they don't, they won't. Um, and so the, the, the proof is in the, the pudding. Um, you know, the, yeah. So, it, it, and I think it will, it, it will be a good thing. Uh, and we're really going to agonize a lot about what is right, um, wh what should be done, what what is a force for good in the long term, um, and sometimes we'll be wrong about that, and we'll you know like I said take corrective action, um, but but really I think we'll see like if 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 we're if we're doing a good job we'll see um, users user growth be high we'll see um, advertising interest be strong if we do a good job and if we will see the opposite if we don't. Um, yeah. And you talked, you talked a little bit about this earlier, I think, um, just in terms of not wanting, you know, certain t types of content, like being, being the town square and allowing, um, voices of all shapes and sizes, like how, how are you thinking about choice on the platform? And like, you know, certain people are comfortable with certain content others are 
less comfortable. Like, can you talk a little bit about that vision and sure. how that's going to come to life and like when you think we can see that? Cause I think that's really a, a, an important point um, for folks to understand. Sure. I, I th there's, there's a big difference between, between uh, freedom of speech and freedom of reach. Um, so uh, at least in the United States, we, ha we we're big believers in freedom of speech. Um, so somebody can say all sorts of things that we, do, we don't agree with and find unsavory. Um, like if you just were to go to Times Square right now, there's going to be some, somebody saying something crazy. Um, but, we, we, you know, we don't, we don't throw them, uh, you know, in prison for that. Um, but but what we also don't give them, you know, put them on a gigantic billboard in Times Square. Um, so there's, there's, you know, we, we have to be, I think, tolerant of views we don't agree with. Um, but those views don't need to be amplified. Um, that's, 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 like I said, giant difference between freedom of speech and freedom of reach. Um, so, and I mean, these aren't, these, I mean, these are difficult, um, the moral, moral concepts to, to grapple with. Um, but I, you know, what, like I said, what will do our best to do the right thing here? What do you think is the right thing? And adjust course if that does not seem to be working. Okay, I'm just getting more questions, so we're I know we're going in different directions here. But um, some of our retail partners were excited to hear you talk about commerce um, and everything you just outlined. Can you say how how this could come to life and how um, it could help merchants of all sizes accelerate their business? Because that's kind of what they're hearing. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got a lot to do on the software side. I can't emphasize that enough. So we've got to write, write a lot of code here, um, and we've got to change a bunch of the, the existing code base. So, um, but we, we want um, advertising to be, like I said, as like highly relevant and timely, um, and, and, and really try, like approach in the limit how do we get the ad to be as close to content as possible? Um, I mean, if you're shown an opportunity to buy something that you actually want when you want it, that's great. Um, that's, that's content. It's something it's like, wow, you just served somebody's need. That's awesome. Um, on the other hand, then the other side of the spectrum is if, if you show somebody a product that they would never want, then it's not, it's not helping it's not helping the company who's advertising. It's not helping the user. So we're going to be super focused on like how do we get it as um, as relevant, make that ad as re relevant and useful as possible. Um, we'll also be uh, quite quite rigorous or aspire to be rigorous about any product that is not. We will not, I would not not allow products that don't work or are actually. You know, in some cases, just I mean, I like I bought a few products <laughs> based on YouTube ads that that didn't work, <laughs> and I felt, damn it, YouTube should really have not allowed that ad. Um, and um, we, we on on Twitter, we, we we're going to be like, okay, we need to serve the the user, we need to serve the advertiser, we need, and, and when both are served, we have a good situation. Um, so, and then and then from a commerce standpoint, um, if you're able to buy things quick, you know effortlessly on Twitter um, with one click, that's like, that's great. Like the more, we, we don't want to make buying things in, inconvenient or require 
you know, going through many steps. The, the easier it is to, to obtain the product or service that you want, the better it is for the user. Yeah, no one, no one is going to argue with having a more performant product uh, and solution and more relevant ads from our, our clients and partners. David, were you going to speak? Yes, properly? I got another one. So um, clearly, Elon, uh, Twitter and you are moving quickly and decisively. Uh, you mentioned a content moderation council that is going to be put together. Uh, I guess the question is, how quickly is that going to materialize and who is going to be who's it's going to be comprised of whom? What kinds of folks do you think? Um, man, this is it, that, that's a hard one to answer. I think it'll it'll probably take us a few months to put that together, um, and um, I mean, certainly a lot of people that want to be on it. Uh, so, but this will be an advisory council, not not a command council. Um, it's basically so that you know that the the you know the leaders of Twitter can hear um, what what a, what a lot of people have to say. Um, and just make sure that it's, um, you know, that, that we're not sort of uh, being numb to the pain of what people are feeling. Um, you know, basically, are, are we listening carefully? Um, but but I, I, just going back to what I mentioned earlier with respect to the community notes feature, uh, in terms of accuracy and truthfulness, that's going to be very powerful. Um, and I think it will it will obviate the need for a lot of the content stuff that that currently is in place um i think um so um and, and look i'm open to ideas if you have thoughts here um that that would be good to know um yeah what, i mean what what do you think we should do yeah we we absolutely do uh and we we get feedback all the time so we can absolutely do that uh offline Okay, sounds good. Um, I can just say that, like the aspiration, um, is very much to to do do the right thing, um, and 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 the, the, I think the best evidence for us doing the right thing will be uh, that more people are signing up, they're spending more time in the system, um, that and that it's working for advertisers um, as well. Just a quick add-on to the to the content council. Even like the, will they also weigh in on account suspension? And how you think about banning folks? I think that there will. I think weigh in is the correct word. Um, you know, at the end of the day, um, I, I am the, the the chief twit here, so the responsibility is mine. Um, I, I think it's difficult to, to really um, say anything. Anything to say anything else would be would what I think be disingenuous. Um, it, it is both. Uh, it, it, it is <laughs> if, if things go wrong, it's my fault because um, the buck stops with me. Um, but I would like to hear what people have to say, um, and and then we'll make our decisions uh, accordingly. Um, and obviously, if we make or if I make decisions that people don't like, then advertisers will leave the system and users will leave the system and we will fail. I appreciate you saying that, actually, because I would like to know what you say, what you would have to say to the brands that are paused or holding um, on running right now during this transition. 
Yeah. <clears throat> well, I understand if, um, you know, people want to kind of, you know, give it a minute and kind of see how things are evolving. Um, but really, you know, the, the, the best way to see how things are evolving is just use Twitter um, and, um, and see, well, how's your experience? Has your experience changed? Is it better? Is it worse? Um, as you all were saying, actually, uh, we've been more rigorous about uh, clamping down on bad content and bots and trolls, not less. Um, so uh, my, my observation of, of Twitter over the past few weeks is that the content is actually improving, not, not getting worse. I mean, if the, but, but actually, if there's anyone on the call who'd like to speak up, um, if, if they think this is, this is actually not the case, please, uh, please say so. Okay. Well, I, what I will say is that um, you have repeatedly said you want feedback and suggestions and thoughts. So this community uh, is, as you have seen, is not afraid to speak up and has plenty of suggestions and ideas and is and wants to be engaged with. So that's definitely going to be um, an ongoing as well as a as a firm next step. Yeah, I mean, something that, that's that's I, I can't emphasize enough. Um, you know, to advertisers, brands, and you know, the the best way to understand what's going on with Twitter is use Twitter. Um, and uh, and and if if there's something that you don't like. Uh, you know, reply to one of my tweets, and I'll I'll do my best to respond. Um, so, but but I think it's actually getting better, not worse. Um, and the the proof's in the pudding. You just use Twitter and, and see see how it, how it feels to you. Um, I I think it's actually um, going in a good direction. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, I think we're getting close to the end here, so I'm gonna give you the floor to say whatever you want, and then I can wrap it up okay um well I, I i'm probably being a bit repetitive here but the like i said the, the the larger goal is to do things that serve the greater interests of civilization and have twitter ultimately be a, a force that um is uh moving civilization in, in a positive direction where people think it's a good thing for the world um, and the evidence for that will be uh new users signing up um and more people using Twitter um, for longer, and 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 then I think also when you if you were to use Twitter for an hour a day, that you that when you look back, you don't regret the time. That's, that's actually also kind of important. You don't want something that's that's say hyper addictive, but then you look back and you're like, man, I kind of regret how I spent that hour. Um, you you want to enjoy using Twitter and find it entertaining, informative funny um and um and then when you look at back at the time you spent on twitter not regret it and then i think that then then we will have succeeded amen um thank you to the entire team at twitter to yoel to elon to everyone on this call to our partners for asking the tough questions for pushing us and to being with us through this transition um, as I said in the beginning, you know, we're here, our team is here and we are committed to serving you as we have, we are committed to answering your questions and to helping you feel comfortable through this transition. And we want you to continue to, to push us, to ask questions and to trust us.
and we'll just continue to communicate the best we can to further build trust in this community. So with that, um, thank you everyone for joining and see you out there. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.